Hey, what's good, man? This is your boy Marcus, aka Bespoke Guy from Social Complex Podcast. And I just got done doing an interview with my guy D Murph. Uh, it was a dope show. I really appreciate you, man, for letting me come on and share my story about mental illness and how it affects me. Uh, I hope my story reaches somebody. If it's at least one person, then I'm doing my job, man. But like I said, appreciate you. God bless, and I wish you much success. And to all the podcasters out there, let's keep putting out that good content. Peace. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? This is your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to the it's that time ladies and gentlemen you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie d murph where i literally and i mean literally always got something to say verbally or even non-verbally y'all ready i know i'm ready let's do it world podcasters people who's ready to be inspired i am here with a former athlete a podcaster a youtube vlogger someone that works out way more than i've ever done in my adult life i have the (laughs) co-host of the social complex mr marcus himself and what up peabody what up bro I have this great gentleman on the other end. What's up, dog? Welcome to the Flagrant Two. Hey, what's going on, D-Murph, man? It's a pleasure. Appreciate you having me on, big dog. Oh, man. No problem. No problem. So, I just want the world to know when I was fortunate enough to actually meet these guys in person just like anybody especially living in houston you kind of know who podcasts kind of know of them but when you actually get to meet you know the, the 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 individual in person put the face with the name put the voice with the face y'all get what i'm coming from i had the opportunity to meet like i said the gentleman from social complex and it was just something about Marcus' story that really brought to my that was brought to my attention that really, really was like wow. So, yeah. Knowing when you told your story about being a father and and then mm-hmm. just having you know Tourette's and how you battled back and forth and just trying to push yourself and overcome a lot without having that be a liability for your everyday life and when i was hearing you talk and say that i was like wow so for those listeners that's also like merv where was y'all at so shout out to soul feelings podcast they had a live show a few weeks back yes yes <laughs> lovely ladies of soul feeling podcast they yeah they, they they put on a dub show and uh they invited uh myself and peabody to come out and speak on the, on the all-male panel so appreciate them for that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and again being a houston podcaster a houstonian definitely had to show my love and support to them so 
if you could just kind of let the world know kind of you know more about you that i yeah i maybe didn't hit on and kind of talk more about like you said the the Tourette's and and just what keeps you enjoying life as consistent as you have been well, uh, I guess I'll start out like one of, one of the things you, you hit on was that me being a former athlete. And um, one of the things that I had to learn over the years was, so I was diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. So it's something I've been, you know, dealing with all of my adult life and, you know, coming up as a teenager. And one thing about sports is that sports always allowed me to channel my 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 energy and my my anger into something mm-hmm. and so going growing up all through high school and college you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't have known that i have Tourette syndrome unless i told you mm-hmm. you know I, when, when i was younger like i said when i was diagnosed at eight and going up through you know elementary and middle school i had a real bad uh tick that was that was that was my issue mm-hmm. uh you know if you could probably look it up on google or youtube people with Tourette syndrome and you'll see people lashing out and yelling and yelling obscenities and things like that that's a that that only affects like a small percentage of people that have it mm-hmm. for the rest of us for the rest of us it's you know like some type of nervous tick or movement so like if we were sitting in class you may see like my, my, my arm or my shoulder twitch, something mm-hmm. like that, you know, or me, you know, messing with, with my chin or something, right? Just something crazy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, what's wrong with this dude, right? So that's, you know, growing up, you know, that that was what I had to deal with. I, and I didn't necessarily get teased because one thing I always did, I owned it. Like, you know, if you was my close friend, you knew. Mm-hmm. And so us being around each other, it wasn't really a big deal. Now, fast forward to my later years after, uh, you know, football, my football career was done and then life started to hit, you know, like I said, I am a father, my son, he's seven years old. Um, nowadays, like I, I have to find ways like every day. It's a struggle to to kind of balance my emotions mm. because I can I can go from extremely happy and smiley and giddy. To the next minute, I'm mad, pissed off. I'm quiet. I'm ignoring you. You know, I'm just, I'm in, I'm keep, I'm to myself in a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so you know, a lot of times, it, like I said, it, it's a battle. I have to balance those things. Uh, you know, if I'm at work, I have to find ways to, you know, when I feel a, an anxiety attack coming on, to step away from my desk, step away from my work, calm myself down. You know, take a breath, take a little quick walk or something, mm-hmm. so that I could you know, bring myself back to an even kill state. You know, so just over the years, you know, I've I've learned different techniques and ways to you know to to keep myself grounded, keep myself level, because you know, you know, having this Tourette syndrome, you know, there's there's um. There's OCD that comes along with it. Like I said, there's anxiety that I, that I deal with, and a lot of times it it comes out and I lash out at people. And it really, you know, to be honest with you, man, like 
it, it be my family that gets it the most. Mm. It, it, you know, like, it's, you know, it's just sitting here saying, it's like, it's, it's sad to say, but my family gets it the most sometimes. But they know me. They know that it's not coming from a place of just pure anger or, or hatred, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming from a place of where I'm trying to wrangle in all these emotions that I'm feeling. This anxiety that's that's trying to overtake me. I'm trying to, you know, curtail all of that. And then also, like like I had spoke about at the live show with uh, Soul Feeling, with my son, you know, it's crazy because me and him are a lot alike. So <laughs> he, you know, he knows how to get under my skin. He knows how to push my buttons. He's he's very smart for his age. And a, a lot of times I would find myself where he would do something. It could, you know, it could be something small, like, you know, he, he could be taking a shower and he's getting out the shower and gets, and gets the bathroom floor wet. And I would flip. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. like, damn. Like Marcus, I'm like, Marcus, you know what? You got to chill. You know, he, he's, and he's named after he's you as well. Uh, no, no, his name is Jace. Uh, his his mother wouldn't let me name him after. Him. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought okay, copy that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. His 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 name is Jace. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, just little thing things like that where I was having to really catch myself because you know I don't and I know you're a father too and you know if I don't know if you can attest to this but I know for me personally you know we we want our kids to respect us. Not not necessarily fear us where like, you know, I I don't I don't wanna be around my dad, he scares me. Right. But a respect thing. And it, it has started getting to a point where I, I felt like he he was like more afraid of me than respecting me. Mm. And I was like, you know what, this this this, this shit gotta stop. Yeah. I gotta I gotta get some type of help. I gotta you know and this was at the point where I really started to open up to my family because I was you know, dealing with all these emotions, but I wasn't really sharing them with people. You know, at you know, at my later stage, you know, late late twenties, early thirties, mm-hmm. where I wasn't I wasn't opening up my family about how I felt. I can I can remember the day that oh, I was on the phone with my mom and I kind of broke down with her, and I was telling her like all everything I was really feeling. Like you know, I was mom. And I broke down. I said, you know, I said, Mom, some days I feel like I don't want to be here. Mm. Some days I feel like I just want to yell, at, yell and scream at the world. Some days I just want to cut my phone off, shut all the lights off, and just stay in my room all day. Mm-hmm. But you can't because life don't stop, right? Life don't stop. Your job don't stop. Your bills don't stop. You know, and That's so you. True. I had I would have to keep pushing. So a lot of times I may have a smile on my face, but inside I'm cracking up. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm going through it, but I had to keep that smile on my face. So I was like, all right, I, I can't continue to suffer in silence. So I, you know I open like I said I opened it to my mom, to my sisters, uh, you know, to my girl, and she's really been supportive to me as well. So that's just kind of you know what you know what what I deal with. Uh, on a on a daily basis in my life, you know, with having Tourette syndrome, and that's huge too. Because, like you said, you have to own it. You're not pointing fingers or blaming people. You're taking ownership of 
you know, the diagnosis and using it to, like you said, tell your story and not and not go through it in silence. And as a podcaster, which would be my next question for you, like, when did you realize that, yo, I'm going to be a podcaster or what made you decide to give it a try and stick with it? Well, first, well, you know, I always, well, I went to school for business marketing. So, you know, I always had this kind of knack for being able to sell myself or if I needed to sell something. Uh, I'm, I'm a people person, <laughs> despite what all the other stuff I've said. I am a people person. <laughs> That's a contradiction, uh, you know, Mert. Like, he I, to I, himself. <laughs> <laughs> but he liked to talk to people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know. You know, I was always kind of like, you know, uh, amongst my friends growing up all through school, you know, I was kind of like the funny one in the group or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's just kind of something that I just kind of, I felt like I would, I felt like I would be good at it if I ever had the chance, you know, and uh, it just so happened, you know, my, my boy Peabody, uh, you know, he, he hit me up uh, earlier this year, it was like, um, like f- about February. He was like, "Hey, because uh, he because what happened was he originally started Social Complex a couple years ago with another with uh, another guy. Uh, some things happened, uh, you know, business moves didn't work out, and so the podcast was kind of put on the shelf. So Peabody came to me earlier this year, like, "Hey, bro, I want to start the podcast back up. You think you want to be on there with me?" I was like, bet, let's do it. You know, I was like, you know, me, me and Peabody have been friends at this point for about four or five years. So, we, you know, we know each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. Hung out a lot, a lot of nights out, you know, partying. So, we, we, you know, we good boys. So, I was like, yeah, bet, let's do it. And uh, I forget, we did the very first episode uh, in my apartment that I was living in at the time. Horrible sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we we did that the very first episode in my apartment. It was a, the echo and like crazy. It was like, all right, man, we got to get in the studio. We ended up finding the studio. Uh, shout out to Baron Studios. Yeah, shout out to Baron Studios. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know they they came through for us, uh, got us a good deal on the studio, and we've been rocking in there ever since. And uh, you know it, it's crazy. I. I don't, I, I don't know. I can't speak for Peabody, but I didn't. I didn't expect for it to take off like this, like it did. Um, you know, I knew we had good chemistry, and you know, we 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 bounce well off each other. Uh, you know, on the mic, mm-hmm. and but just the, the success that it's brought, it's it's humbling, man. You know, you 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 can I can walk in a grocery store with a social complex T-shirt on, and somebody be like, "Oh, that's you." <laughs> Like, yo, y'all gotta go. So, yes, sir. You know, I, I I I go to the gym, and you know, I, I got a couple of gym buddies up there. You know, they asking me, yo, hey, when's the next episode? And, yo, I listened to the last one; it was dope. Uh, you know, somebody told me about a week ago. I was like, yo, y'all y'all sound like y'all like the Breakfast Club of the South. I'm like, wow, it's deep. Yeah, you know, and that I was, that was pretty dope for you know for somebody to say we sound like the Breakfast Club of the South. Right. So when you hear stuff like that, you know, it humbles you, but it also makes you hungry to keep pushing yourself to, you know, put out better content, keep uh, evolving yourself, you know, to to 
to reach reach a deeper audience. So, so yeah, man, it's, just, it's a really dope thing we got going. And dope it is. And I want the world to know a few things. So, one, as um, a person that has their own brand, someone that is a public figure, people going to know more about you than you know. So, shout out to you for being humble yeah. about you know people approaching you or supporters or listeners so that's dope because you could be like you know i don't want to be bothered i'm just trying to work All out right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just being real yeah, you know be- how, how yeah, it go yeah yeah you, yeah i feel you so and then also being consistent one thing i'm learning about this podcast game is that if we want to remain elite we have to stay consistent like you said on the first episode in your apartment, how your audio sound is very important. So between your audio being dope, far as y'all being consistent, that makes you a household name or amongst yeah. the elite in podcasting, let alone in the Houston market or in Houston. So I tell people all the time, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm working. But it's enough market share for Anybody and everybody It's no beef It's no jealousy You know what I'm saying Because you know how I go Yeah It's all It's it's all love in the, And especially here in Houston man It's all love in the podcast world Like I said, I, I didn't know That the podcast world Was this deep I've <laughs> met so many people That I probably Otherwise wouldn't have Never met Right Wouldn't have even known Existed Right Had it not been For this podcast It's you know, it's, it's opened up a lot of doors while, you know, shaking a lot of hands of, of some really good people. Right. Uh, you know, and, you know, as far as like, you know, with staying consistent that, like you said, I think that is key. Like one, uh, you know, one of my most critics is actually like after, every Sunday after we record, I come home and, you know, and, and she'll ask me, you know, how I went, how I went, how that show go. I always, you know, say it was good. You know, I tell the little things that we may have talked about or not, mm. but when, when, on those weeks where we don't record and we don't put out an episode, she on my ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> she be like, uh, I need an episode. I need an episode. Y'all need to get in the studio because I need an episode, you know. Nice. So, <laughs> so if, she's, if, if, if she said, you know, I, I, I can only imagine what, you know, our other listeners out, th- out there in the world, or, you know, they... They, they, if they're clamoring, you know, for a social complex episode every week, man, you know, we, we more than happy to get in there and knock them out for them, man, and, and give them this good content. And we thank you. So for those listeners out there like Merv, Social Complex, how can they hear them, what it's about? I can tell you what it's about. It's about guys that talk daily, weekly situations in a complex manner. So this is the opportunity Marcus, where you can just let people know when you drop, how they can listen, and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. So social conflict, man, just like you said, is we 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 kind of look at it like it, it's barbershop talk, right? And you know, we kind of want to we not only men, right? Because we do barbershop talk all the time, mm-hmm. but it's also bringing women women into the mind of a man, right? Mm. If a woman could come and sit sit in a barbershop every week, what would she hear? How you know, learning about men, how we think, how we operate, right? Right. Uh so yeah, so you know, social complex, yeah, you know, you can catch us on Spotify, uh iTunes, uh iHeartRadio, uh not uh, Apple Podcast, excuse me, Apple Podcast, 
uh, SoundCloud, uh, Spreaker. Yes, we, we are, we're on all all the major platforms, man. You know, we we waiting on Jay Z to cut that Spotify check, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> we waiting on that check hole. <laughs> you know, hey, sponsorship. Yeah, Just man. keep on putting in that work. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like you said, you 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 still have a career. You still. Our parent, you still putting in that work at the gym. Like, what keeps you motivated to balance, including the brand? What, what, what keeps you motivated to balance it all out and still be efficient and effective without getting burnt out? Definitely got to learn a, a work-life balance. You know, if, if I can use that term, um, you know. I um, it's, it's funny, you know, you the more and more, you know, you, you do this podcast and you know, I'm in social media and all these platforms. I'll be honest, me, I'm I, I'm not I'm not on my phone a lot. Like I, outside of you know promoting for the show, uh, I'm I my phone is like down, especially when I'm at work, because it's like you I, I you can get burnt out on social media easily, you know, right? Scrolling on Instagram all day, you know, looking on your Twitter feed all day. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I kind of try to keep myself away from it unless I just absolutely need to be on it. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'm, I'm in like people already got me in so many group chats and group <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm, I'm at work eight hours a day in, in an office, corporate America, and my phone is just going off all day with all these uh, tweets and sub tweets and retweets and group texts. And, you know, I'll look at them and read them and try to follow along. But most time, I don't even say nothing. So if anybody's listening, if, if I'm in one of your group texts or group chats, I'm not hating. I'm not, <laughs> I'm just, I'll be at work. I'll be busy. Right. I see what y'all saying. I'm following y'all. But sometimes, you know, I won't really say that unless I just got a moment to myself to really get into the conversation. Or if I get home from the gym, I'll hop in it. But, you know. I, th- I think for me that that helps me to where you know when it's time to promote for the show or do something for the show i can be a hundred percent all in and give my energy to it you know but, but yeah like i said it's, it's definitely a, a a balance that you got to find but then also it's like um you know just that the drive comes from seeing the success so far of our show and knowing that we can still take it even further you know mm-hmm. the, the, the sky's the limit for us you know and so that that's where it's like okay how, how how can we get better every day every week every episode how can we get better you know so that's, that's where it comes from cool so as a former student athlete and someone yes, that sir. voice is being Shout out heard to Te- texas southern university hey tsu I, I i see you yeah. over that big dog i see you i hear you too <laughs> have you thought about being a coach or being around the game whether it's football or just around sports as a whole and using your voice definitely uh coaching it, it is one of the things i can say it's on my bucket list uh, a couple by uh, a few years ago i coached my son's little, little league flag football team okay and i'm telling you that that was one of the one of the proudest moments of my life man had to be nice. to see my little man out there Running around, mouthpiece in, wristbands on, you know, running around, you know, running plays and stuff. So, yeah, coaching has always been something that I've thought about. Um, 
I just never quite had the opportunity to put a hundred percent of my time into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely something that um, if an opportunity ever comes up, uh, I, I will definitely jump on it and, and take it. You know, I you know coaching, you know, bringing up you know our youth and stuff right. is very important. You know, that's why I, you know you catch catch them young and you're able to train them up right, especially in football. Man, football is. is it, yeah, it's a it's a physical sport, but a lot of it is mental as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would I would I would love to you know catch a young kid at you know nine ten years old, you know, and be able to train him up from there, and you know, and, and see where he would be able to go. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely something I you know I look forward to doing one day. Nice, and I appreciate you your honesty and. One thing as a man, like we talked about with being a podcaster, a father and things outside yeah. of work, it's kind of like, wow, you know, you want to add more to your plate. Yes, because when you have a gift, why not see where it can take you? Like you said earlier in the show, sky's the limit and just own what yeah. you can and cannot do, period. Yeah. And, and, I totally agree. Totally yeah, agree. Yep, 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 yep. So, it's a couple of more things I want to ask you. So, when you tell people like, "Yo, you know, I have Tourette's," one, what is their first reaction? I want to hit back on that because I know some of my listeners are like, "Wait a minute, Merv." He, the conversation is flowing, Merv. I, I just got asked this question, so I'm asking for my listeners. Cause they really like no, yeah. he lying, Murph. No, I'm just being real, y'all. That's what brought me to ask this gentleman to be on the show. Cause I, it was just something like you said of the you know uh, challenges that are faced on a consistent level on a consistent basis. You are you're able to tame it and still keep a level head. So they just want to get more of an insight on how you able to. You know, kind of do, especially when you're recording. It's not just, oh, it's 20 minutes to half hour. You've done shows, like you said, uh, live shows. You are a public figure. So how are you able to, you know, you know, do it as smooth as you are? And can you even grow out of it? Again, just for those listeners out there that might not really know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, believe it or not, 90% of the time when I tell people their favorite action is, is no, you don't. Stop lying. Mm, right. <laughs> right. That's what I get. I'm like, nah, I, I do. You you know, like I said, if you're outside of my world, you just can't tell mm. unless, unless I tell you and open up. You know, so people people don't, uh, you know, believe me at first. Um, but, you know, it, it it's just one of those things, uh, like I said, I've had to learn to manage. Like, I'll give an example, like, <laughs> believe it or not, like today, I took the parking ride to work today. So, hmm. so it's my my first time ever on the metro bus, right? I've been living in Houston all my life. I'm 33 years old. First time ever getting on the metro bus. My anxiety was killing me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I well, I was like, damn, I can't be late to work. Right. I got to make sure I get on the right bus. Right. It's cold outside. Right. You know, bus full of strangers. Like, you know, my, my anxiety was kicking in this morning. And they crowd your space. Me. Get away from me. Give me 50 feet. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I, 
you know, you get you getting on the bus. I didn't have no cash to pay. I had to download an app. I, I'm at the bus. I'm at the parking ride. Had to download an app on my phone. Put my credit card in as the bus is pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's like, you know, I was, yeah. So you know, I, I, I was a little tight this morning, but you know, I was able to get through. I, I made it to work. Made it back home safely. So, nice. but it, you know, just it's little things like that, man. That that could trigger. You know, uh, anxiety. Uh, when I get stressed out, is when you'll see my 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 tick come back. Mm. Like you gotta really pitch, yeah. So if like if I'm stressed out, you know, I'll, I'll you know my my fingers will start twitching. You know, my my shoulders get tight. You know, this I was like, yo, that's that's that Tourette's. Right. And then like to to answer your last question, like, uh, no, there there's no cure for it. Uh, when when I was younger, I did take medication for it, uh, but as I got older, I, I kind of just I just decided to just deal with it. Like I didn't I didn't like how the medicine made me feel. Right? Mm. Sounds like you know what? I'm just gonna accept it. I'm gonna ride with it. And I said I I would channel everything into sports. You know, as a younger kid, and so that helped. So but yeah, there, there's there's no cure. Uh, there is a there is a, a Tourette syndrome awareness month. I sadly I I think it's April or May. Okay. I don't even I don't even know my damn self. But, <laughs> <laughs> but honest, you know it's you know, one out there though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put one out there. But yeah, you know, it's, like I said, if if you don't if you don't know me, you you wouldn't know I have it. You know, I for the most part, I sometimes I forget I have it until you know something arises in me you yeah. know so yeah i just you know i've learned to deal with it as an adult it's 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 something i have it's not something that that holding me back in life it's just you know op- obstacles that i've had to overcome emotionally and psychologically yeah and like i said before that's a that's inspiring me it's an inspiration to me that you can be transparent tell your story and our mental health our mental wellness is really important especially like i said before and i said this throughout the show you're admitting it you're owning up to it and it's just something as men as a husband or a father or you know, a, an entrepreneur, a career man, just so many hats that we wear. And not saying the women don't. Women, you know we love y'all. Trust me. But there are things as a man that we have to endure and face on a consistent basis that typically where we work at, they at times purposely mess with us or try to push our buttons because more times than not, we either lose our cool or once they do get us to a certain point, we tend to not be as productive. And guess what? They know they got us. And then, boom, they're going to keep messing with us. So for you to basically reverse the curse, so to speak, and still keep doing, like you said, living your everyday life to where you're like, man, I didn't know. I didn't realize. I forgot I had it. You know, so again, salute to right. you, brother. Yeah. And, then, you know, for myself, like I've learned to. Like I follow uh, Brandon Marshall real closely. Uh, yes, the wide receiver. Yep, yep, the uh, NFL with the Saints. Yeah, yep. yeah, because he was he was diagnosed with a borderline personality disorder, mm-hmm. right? Which is another you know me- mental illness, right? And so I've I've followed his story closely, uh, you know, to to see you know 
how how he's learned to deal deal with it over the years. Certain things that he does, the type of uh, counseling that he gets, you know, it, it's so you know for other people out there that's you know suffering from a mental illness or may think that you're suffering from one. It is people out there that you can look up to that you can follow their story, you know, especially for black men, like you said, you know, we're black men are raised in this world to be tough, to be, you know, we are the breadwinners, we're the, we're the tough ones, we can't show emotions, you know, and. So sometimes you, it, it, it could, you got to you, you have to do that because if you if you hold all that shit in, yeah, man, it's gonna eat you alive. Stress so, kills. Yeah. It does. It 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 does, man. I you know I, I I'll tell a quick story if I can. Oh, and, okay. Um, I you know I've 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 broken down and cried to my girl twice since we've been you know where I I remember one I was in the car driving. We had just left from being with each other. I was headed home. We had we had got in a bad argument. So I'm on 290 going. And I listen to the radio and a, a, a church a church song comes on. Right? <laughs> I don't know why. I had it on the on the gospel station. Church song comes on and I just I lost it. I'm in the car just boohooing on 290, man. Mm. And I called her. I said, baby, I'm sorry. I got I I, I lost it. I, I was having an episode, you know, I, I, I apologize for what I said, I didn't mean it, and I, I'm, I'm fine, she, she on the phone, she got scared, you know, and, and, but like I said, like, especially as men, we, we can't, we can't bottle those emotions and hold them in, but for so long, right. then you're going to explode, so, you know, talk, talk to somebody, talk, talk to your, talk to your homeboy, go talk to your, your, your mentor, to your, your teacher, uh, your, your father, you know, talk to somebody to, to get all that off your chest. Because if you don't, it's going to eat you alive and that stress is going to kill us, man. Yeah. And shout out to your lady for holding you down, supporting you. And that's the last question I have, man. So YouTube Vlogger. So if y'all check out his Instagram and he'll give that out shortly. But YouTube vlogger. Just describe that to the world, man, and and how YouTube has allowed you to express yourself in that realm too. Yes, me and my lady, we've been together for a little over two years, and a couple summers ago, you know, we were actually because we, we're fans of uh, this cat that's on a uh, he's on I'm out uh, Timothy Delegato. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asian cat, he's on he's on Wildin' Out with Nick Cannon, and uh, he he has a he has a YouTube blog, and where you know him and his his now wife, you know, they you know they go around and they film stuff of their careers, their personal lives. So like I was like, you know, we, we should do that. You know, we we pretty interesting. You know, we we get out, we move around, <laughs> we funny, and so like I right, well cool. You know, we both got iPhones. Let's do it. So, you know, we got our phones, uh, you know, we you know, started recording. We would go to parties, when we would go to the gym, even when we would go to the grocery store together, anywhere, you know, we was recording and just, you know, getting people in it to a part of our daily lives, you know. And, you know, we, like I said, we, we got about five, six episodes deep into it. And then, uh, you know, life hits. 
and so it kind of fell by the wayside. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, if you do log on to YouTube, uh, it's uh, called You, Me, and I. That's you know Y O U comma M E and I, and that YouTube together briefly. So yeah, there it is. Make sure y'all check him out. Check him and her out. On the YouTube, make sure y'all yeah. definitely check out the podcast as well. Social complex, but man, I, I really appreciate you though, brother. I really do for blessing this platform, for telling your story, for your strength, for just everything that you are bringing to the table as a black man. Like you said, we can't live in silence because we can, because our pain usually is someone else's breakthrough. So. Definitely appreciate yeah. you for that. And if you can, again, yeah. just give out where they can find you on YouTube and your social handles, and that'll be it. For sure, for sure. You can catch me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at bespoke underscore guy. That's B S P O K E underscore guy. Uh, our social complex handles is at social underscore complex underscore. That is. Instagram and Twitter. Cool, cool, cool. And then for the YouTube vlog again, just in case if they didn't catch it and they want to check you guys out. Yeah, yeah. The you our YouTube vlog is uh, called You, Me, and I. That's You, Me, and I is our you, me and my my lady's YouTube vlog. Cool, cool, cool. Well, world, hey man, I appreciate y'all and woman. Appreciate y'all very much. I definitely, definitely, definitely got more dope guests to come. Shout out to the Houston podcast that's, like you said, constantly coming out of nowhere, I guess, or we've always been around, just finally being able to rub elbows. However, it's working out. Much love yeah, to Houston. <laughs> In the craft, more live <laughs> shows, more gatherings to come. I know we're supposed to do that, uh, with that, that, that bike ride soon. With yeah, some yeah, of yeah, us, we, yeah, we we gonna we gonna pedal and drink some beer, man. We, uh-huh. we get <laughs> a little sound. The big homie can you know hold his liquor. I'm a big guy, so I need a lot. <laughs> so hopefully it's a reasonable price. Cause uh, anyway, my bad, listen. I know y'all like Murph. Continue the show. <laughs> so I am. So you guys can find uh, me on most platforms, including most platforms. <laughs> On my social media, Instagram and Twitter at IsDMurph. Also, you can hear the show on most platforms, including iHeartRadio, as well as Spotify. Hey, y'all. Man, this has been a great episode. Continue to subscribe. Continue to share. Continue to just let people know, hey, we do this every week. And y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you winning the wind. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. 
These beliefs tryna kill y'all I'm just here tryna heal y'all So listen as we work Dropping them gems now rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin being better man We so adamant about the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life and that's how we approach ya